Welcome to short lectures for Introduction to Psychology for Dr. Peterson's class. And this is actually our last of our Philosophical Roots lectures. And we're going to wrap uh, this, this uh, section off with talking more less about philosophical arguments, but determining what satisfies an answer to a psychological problem. So what answers a, uh, the answer to um, the purpose of motivation, the purpose of uh, happiness? Is it a structure? a structural answer or is it a function of something and we're going to talk about two uh, individuals we're going to talk about Wilhelm Wundt and William James and and both of these are designated as fathers in psychology even though there has been some debate over this um, the the first uh, Wilhelm Wundt is credited with being the father of modern scientific psychology He's credited with this because he uh, is credited with opening the first psychological laboratory to do scientific research. And William James is considered the father of American psychology because he's one of the first to do lecturing in the United States and, do, and write uh, some of the first American textbooks on the topic of psychology. But both of these men are going to argue for a different uh, answer to what satisfies uh, an answer to a psychological question. And Wilhelm Wundt is going to um, argue for what is known as structuralism. And what he's going to argue is psychology can be understood by knowing the structures of the mind. And so one easy way to think about this is uh, if you think if uh, in neuro if you think in neuroscientific uh, perspective so you know we think of amygdala is a central area for emotions so if you're satisfied with the idea that uh, the amygdala lights up or it uh, is active when you're experiencing the emotion of anger or the emotion of, or an emotional state and that answers what is an emotion you're a structuralist um, here in uh, our next system we're going to talk about some theories and uh, um, uh, pr uh, camps of psychology and we're going to talk about Freud and his theories and he's going to talk about different structures of the mind like the ego and the unconscious and and, he, and he's going to name these different structures that's a structuralist approach uh, when we get to developmental psychology and we talk about stages of development those are structures and so that's a structuralist approach to understanding development in Freud's notion knowing the structures of the mind satisfies the understanding of human behavior and knowledge. Um, James, on the other hand, says, okay, so you know the ego, and that's a place in the mind, and you know the amygdala fires when you have emotions, and you know that a, uh, a, a young child goes through this in order to get to this next stage, and those are structures they have to go through. But 
that's not the important part to understand the mind and behavior. He, on the other hand, says that psychology should be understood as knowing the function, not just the structure of the mind. And so he argues that we need to know instead of just not that the amygdala uh, is active when we have an emotional state, we need to know what the function of that emotional state is. What's its purpose? Why do we have emotions in the first place? Uh, when he would look at a stage theory of development, for example, he would say, uh, for example, he would look at a Piagetian cognitive model and he would say, why does a child go through a pre-operational phase? Meaning, why does a child not just have this ability to uh, rationally analyze? Why do they have to go through an experiential phase before they can enter into a rationalizing phase. What's the function of that? What is the purpose of that? Why is that? And it's not until we know the function that we truly understand the state of mind. Now, why is this debate uh, important? Because it seems like, right, it seems like anybody would rationally say we need to know where in the brain this is happening we need to know where a stage is we need to know we need to know the structures that seems important but we also need to know the function right well this is important because if you look at um, uh, consumerism of psychology for example uh, uh, how many times have you read uh, scientists have found the area of the brain that explains schizophrenia or uh, scientists have found the genetic code for this uh, genetics code for schizophrenia and this now explains how people get schizophrenia and we're then satisfied that we now know everything about schizophrenia or we now know, know everything about that. That is bad thinking. That is not how we should be thinking. Just knowing a genetic code is meaningless unless you know how it functions, what its purpose is, how it works how it comes about and so this idea that we are knowledgeable because we know the structure the genetics or the neurobiology of it isn't the final answer it doesn't tell us anything about its purpose and we will see this when we get to the arguments of consciousness um, people seem to be satisfied with this idea that uh, we know everything about consciousness because of electricity that's running through our brain and it's those electrical uh, activity that produces consciousness and there's a big problem with that is yes okay that electric electrical activity uh, produces consciousness but how
And whenever you ask the word how is when you get complete silence in the room because we don't know the function. We don't know the functional answer of that mechanism. And until we make sure we're connecting, and this shouldn't be structuralism versus functionalism, it should be these two things should be combined. Until we know the structure and the function, we really don't know the true nature of the mind the behavior and the mental process. And we'll look at this as a fundamental flaws of the different theories and the different knowledges we have as we move throughout this course.